Hello, mommies, and welcome to another episode of the Messy Mommies Podcast. I am your host, Brandy. And I am Shantae. Hello, Shantae. Hello, Brandy. Hi, Cheerio. Cheerio. Uh, Christian is here today. Christian is here. Hi, Christian. Hello. Say hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Christian is three months. He three months yesterday, yep. Hi, you better say that, TT Brandy. Hello, because I know my babies. Hello. <laughs> um, Shantae, good to have you here. Good to see you, my dear. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Always a blessing. <laughs> Always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Mommies, thank you guys so much for joining us. We are thrilled that you guys decided to join us today. Uh, Mommies, today is Thursday, so that means you have made it throughout the whole week. I am so proud of you guys. And it's one more day, and then you can turn, turn up. up. Turn, turn up. Turn up however you like. Ladies, mommy, if mommy's not okay, then nothing is okay. So make sure you take time and get yourself right um, this weekend. Whatever you need to do, do that. If you need to go out with your girls, and girl, I'm trying to kick it with you. (laughs) (laughs) Then go out and kick it with your girls. If you want some alone time with your man, drop those babies off. Have you a date night if you want some alone time with yourself do what you got to do to make sure you make that happen but Mm -hmm. mommies whatever you do this weekend make sure you do it responsibly why because you got got littles at home and they gonna be looking for their mommies um mommies before we begin today's episode let's just take a moment to inhale deep breath in inhale and exhale Woo. I needed that. Uh, It's been a little bit of a week for me, but we are making it. Uh, Life has been pretty busy for me. Uh, Chate, I went to Colorado, girl. (laughs) I see. (laughs) Hello. The family and I took a little uh, winter vacation uh, to Colorado, which was quite interesting. Uh, Pretty soon here, we are going to have to discuss traveling with my girls. It was both of my girls' first time flying. So let's make a pact that we will have an episode that's traveling with our children. Absolutely. <laughs> I know you travel a lot with the boys too. So that's out of here. Right. <laughs> Don't let nothing stop us. We got to go. No, they got to go. We got to go. They got to go. Why not take them? Right. Um, Colorado was interesting though, um, because you know us, uh, mommies, if you guys have been listening to the podcast for quite some time, you guys know that we reside in Atlanta. Uh, so there is no snow here. I myself am born and raised in Michigan. So I'm used to being around the snow. I miss the snow a lot. I am also a winter baby. My birthday was earlier this month. Um, and so snow is very important to me since living in Atlanta. I don't have a lot of snow, so I wanted to go to the snow. Um, so all in all, the trip was great. We had a good time. Um, my girls are the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) And that's on what? (laughs) Mary had a little Little lamb. lamb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thoroughly enjoyed our time in Colorado, uh, but was ready to come home because I don't care where you go. Facts or no facts. No matter where you go in life, there's nothing like home. Home, right? Your home. Your house, your bed. You can go and be in a 
doggone six-star hotel. <laughs> okay, with a jacuzzi in that thing, plush rooftop suite and all of that, and you'll still be happy to get back home to your own. Um, so though I had a good time, it's nothing like home. Um, so there is something that we have been wanting to discuss for quite some time, but we wanted to make sure when we had this particular episode, we wanted to come correct and have actual factuals. Um, so today, mommies, let's just discuss um, something that is kind of taboo. Mm-hmm. I don't know why when we hear it, everybody kind of squeal and, uh, and you know, don't want to talk about it. It's a little taboo. But let's get into it. Today, we're going to discuss the placenta. Um, you know, let's let's just talk about what it is, what happens uh, to it after birth. Um, and, you know, let's just dive right into some placenta talk. Chanta, you want to talk about some placentas today? <laughs> let us, let us talk. <laughs> let us. Let us. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, let's be clear as to what the placenta is, because I'm sure we might have some young mothers that, you know, may be listening to it or some mothers that just didn't mm-hmm. care to really do any homework or understand. Or exactly. some pregnant mommies out there who don't know yet. Yes. Or true. women who are deciding to have children later and, you know, they don't know. You don't know. So but that's yeah. what we're here for. We here mm-hmm. to educate you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is the placenta and what happens to the placenta after birth, right? So the placenta is an organ that develops in your uterus during pregnancy. The structure provides oxygen and nutrients to your growing baby and removes waste products from your baby's blood. The placenta attaches to the wall of the uterus and to your baby's umbilical cord. Uh, I'm sorry, and your baby's umbilical cord arises from the placenta, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you carry a placenta with you all through birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after birth, the placenta is expel- expelled from your body. And it usually happens five or five to 30 minutes after your baby is born. Now, this, this particular procedure is called the third stage of labor, right? Mm-hmm. So after the baby is born, you, might, you may still have some mild contractions. And then you'll give one last push and the placenta comes out. Now, mm-hmm. keep in mind, this is a little different when you have a C-section. Um, they pull that thing out. Yeah. They pull it out with the baby. <laughs> right. So you don't have to push it out and you won't experience uh, those last few contractions or, you know, you won't have that last push to do um, when you have a C-section. Um, so that's what the placenta is. Now, why are we talking about the placenta? Because things get kind of crazy <laughs> with the placenta. Okay. Um, here's where things get crazy. Let's just get into it. There are many, 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 many women in the world who eat their placenta after birth. Um, yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> they eat their placenta uh, after birth. Now, the reason that a lot of women do this is it is said to prevent postpartum Um, it's also said to reduce postpartum bleeding, uh, improve mood and energy and your milk supply and provide 
important micronutrients like iron. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to be quite honest. This all sounds amazing, right? It sounds like it's great. Uh, And it's it's what you need to help boost your healing process after having a baby, right? Although all of this sounds great, I don't think I'm built like that. <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am. How you built? <laughs> I'm not built that way either. However, I thought about it. Me and Jeremy discussed it. Because um, he, you know, he be, he be about all of it. So he's like, you gonna get it, I'll take some too. <laughs> so, okay, so, so it's a clear. thing that now, I've listen, heard listen, of. Listen, let me stop right there. It is very, 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 very important that you do not. And it's crazy that I have to say this, but I have to say this. Let me just put this disclaimer because I don't want nobody suing us saying that we encourage them. It's very important that you do not intake anybody else's placenta. Okay, it can only be your own placenta. You can't eat some of your mama's placenta. You can't taste your cousin's placenta who just had a baby and she didn't turn her placenta into a shake. Like, you don't do that. You can only eat your own placenta, okay? <laughs> yes, but yeah, we discussed it. Um, and if you guys heard our um, labor and delivery, I had a natural birth plan to, um, at home. And I was dealing with the doula, and the um, the doula had uh, um, an assistant who did um, placenta encapsulation. Mm-hmm. Now, it is a such thing as women taking it home, making a shake, taking it home, cooking it, and eating it. I've seen a lot of different types of ways that people do it, but the most, um, not the most, but the least to me the least disgusting way <laughs> to do it um was placenta encapsulation yeah so that and that's what i was going to get to next is different ways that people eat the placenta um and like she said the placenta encapsulation is absolutely is actually the most common um way to do that and what happens is, is they put it into capsules and one placenta usually makes 100 to 200 pills. And then you just take these pills like you would take any other pills just regularly throughout the day. Um, I didn't do it, so I don't know how many times you would have to take it throughout the day for it to work. I think it's just one. One of that. Now, now what placentas, I don't know. Bernie, what did you do with your placenta after you had your kids? Did you let the doctors take it? Yeah, I don't I don't know nothing about my placenta. I never questioned it, never asked about it, never know nothing. So, um, you know how we think around here. So, um, the placenta has my baby's blood and things like that. And I don't know what they finna take and do with the placenta at the hospital. <laughs> so, we took the placenta home for Amir and we took the placenta home for Christian. So what they did, um, they gave us the bag of placenta, and then they gave us a um, a small um, cooler that was fitted, and gave it to us. And he took it, and later on that day, because it can't be not refrigerated, because you don't know what we're going to decide to do yet. So it needs to be refrigerated within like four hours, I want to say, from um, from delivering the placenta. 
it needs to be refrigerated and you know it hospitals they don't have a refrigerator and they're not gonna be like oh yeah miss tanner we have your right. <laughs> presenter in a refrigerator just keep it so he had to rush it home um the days that those two times that we had the bake um so it's an interest it looks interesting so what'd you do with them when you got them home um we just ended up throwing them out oh okay we okay. yeah we disposed of it our way yeah we disposed it we disposed of it our way but it's you know we can talk about this in another podcast on conspiracy theories you know <laughs> I just feel like my, every piece of my child and every piece of me is gonna come home with me right. it was just it just thought about it but um yeah let's get into the encapsulations I um I did talk to the lady about how it's actually okay. done when it comes to it. So it's super interesting. Um, first, what they do is steam it. They steam the placenta. And then um, they steam it in ginger, actually. I think it, it helps with the taste and the smell. Mm-hmm. And then they dehydrate it. And once it's dehydrated, um, they use it and put it in a grinder so they can, you know, turn into a powder consistency. And then they put it in an encapsule machine, mm-hmm. a capsule machine to encapsulate it. And there it goes. And I think you're supposed to keep them in the refrigerator from what mm-hmm. I've seen after you take it. Mm. Which that part is interesting to me too, because when you think about it, you hold your placenta in your body, which your body is warm. So why do you mm-hmm. have to refrigerate it? I mean, because it's on your body. To me, I don't know, y'all. We yeah. just talked. So we not, this is not us being people who have studied this. We just, we did a little research. Um, but I would think because it's a part of your body. So once it's not a part of your body anymore, just like, to me, just like if you get your finger cut off, you got to go sit it in ice so that it could connect back. You ever no. seen that before? If somebody's finger gets cut off, they tell you to put it in ice so that I don't know if it's if if something goes dead in the finger or whatever, but you you know you can get your finger reattached mm-hmm. if it gets cut. But they say put I it in ice, keep it ice. <laughs> yeah, but it can't be out. It can't not. It can't be um, just sitting out. It needs to be in ice. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess. <laughs> Girl, you learn something new, girl. We your mess over here. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's interesting. And that, I guess that does make sense when you really think about it. But you know, there's a million other things that uh, people do with a placentas too, like besides capsulating it. Um, what is you it, can girl? put it in a smoothie. Uh, people really drink them in smoothies. So you would like they would <laughs> so the smoothie is a little different than encapsulating because you actually would chop up mm-hmm. chunks of the placenta and blend it into mm-hmm. your smoothie <laughs> and blend it into your smoothie now I don't think you would taste it though I don't think you would taste it because like she said they uh, soak it in ginger when you take it home to help with the taste so I don't think you would <laughs> taste it when you put it in your smoothie but for me it's the mental thing of it like the fact that mentally I know this is in my smoothie that I don't even think I would be able to drink it um mm-hmm. I've heard somebody making a soup out of it making it into a soup oh. um 
same thing with that one I don't think that I would be able to ingest it knowing that it's there because understand mommies one thing about me I have a very weak stomach a very weak stomach (laughs) Um, there are certain things that I can't even watch on TV without feeling nauseous um, and eat like I can't watch first 48 and eat at the same time or I'm gonna get sick I can't watch anything that has blood or anything semi-gruesome in it and eat without feeling nauseous. So when I eat, if I'm watching TV, because a lot of times we eat at our table as a family, right? But if it's a time where we are just kicking it around the house and I just decide to eat and watch TV, I have to watch like happy stuff, like Family Feud, or <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. something silly like that while I'm eating so that I can laugh. Otherwise, um, I get sick. And then truth be told since having children I get more like I'm more nauseous all the time like Chantel you know you've been around me a lot I always have to have some Sprite or some ginger ale or something um with me like at all well I'm not I'm not as bad as you but I it has made a difference me after having kids it has been a it has, and I yeah, didn't, I didn't even different. know this was a thing until it started happening to me. And it's 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 really bad when I ride passenger seats uh, in the car when I when someone is driving and I ride passenger, mm-hmm. which happens a lot because when we are out, my husband drives like almost all the time. It's very rare that I drive, um, and so it's something. It's it's some kind of imbalance. So women if mommies if you are going through this don't think that you're the only one going through this I didn't know about it until after I had children now with my first I had a little bit of it motion sickness is what it's called (laughs) I had a little bit of it with my first one um but I did not put two and two together that that's what it was right then when I had my second one it started happening so frequently that it happens every time I ride passenger in the car now when I'm driving it doesn't happen but every time I ride passenger I get motion sick um and so I always have to keep some kind of um ginger ale or Sprite or like some gum like you know because peppermint helps with that too so I always have to keep something to help with my nausea um so when it comes to intaking my placenta I don't think that I can do it because of how weak my stomach is however um oh another way I wanted I did want to say this to you because we talk about this a lot uh I just recently read Shantae you're gonna laugh at this that someone made a lasagna out of her placenta oh man This is what I'm saying, though. So, I mean, we did discuss that people aren't supposed to be sharing your placenta, but who are you making a lasagna for that you'll sit there and do all that? Lasagna, there's no way nobody can make a one person. She made the whole lasagna for There's no way. (laughs) No, ma'am. No. She was going to eat it for lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner (laughs) for a couple of days. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because Shantae no, and I have been that. talking about lasagna for some time because now, like Shantae express all the time on the podcast, y'all know we cook, we cook, we cook, we cook, we cook, we talk about it all the time. What we do. But I, what? That'll, be, that'll be an episode. I soon. never cook lasagna. And if y'all follow me on social media, y'all know I cook. That's nothing new. 
Uh, but one thing that I have never cooked is lasagna. So Shantae and I talk about it all the time. We talk about vegan lasagnas and all different type of stuff, but I've never done it. So when I seen that somebody turned their placenta into a lasagna, I said, well, I can't wait to tell Shantae this. <laughs> no, Brandy, she's sharing that. She's she probably making her kids Mm-mm. eat it thinking that it's okay. Oh my gosh, girl! You just—you're turning my stomach. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. You're turning she my like, stomach. Came from it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then they could get an argument. I didn't come from that specific center. <laughs> I didn't. So pretty much that ain't mine. you can do just about anything you would like to do with the placenta. Um, and like I said mm-hmm. in the beginning, it, it has some benefit, some serious benefits to it. Um, I want- oh yeah, I wanted to add a couple yeah, more benefits go ahead. from what you. Um, yeah, but this is the benefits of doing it, um, it as a capsule. Because when you're doing it, unless you're, like, breaking it up, but doing it as a capsule, you're going to do it once a day. You're going to take it once a day. So it's supposed to help. Um, it's supposed to help with postpartum depression. I think you mm-hmm. already said that. But it's also supposed to help increase your oxytocin so that it can help um, your uterus continue to contract oh, back nice. to normal. Mm-hmm. And then it also is supposed to be able to increase your milk mm-hmm. supply. Because, you know, we breastfeed mm-hmm. babies. Um and yeah, so in the encapsulation, I just wanted to let you guys know because if you're pregnant, I do um I do I would love for you to consider and do your mm-hmm. further research. Um, when I was talking to my doula, and there are doulas who actually do it for you, so don't think that you're the one who has mm-hmm. to do it. You can give them the um your placenta, and they can do the encapsulation mm-hmm. for you. Cause you know that would that would just wouldn't sit well yeah. with me and Brandy. So if you like <laughs> us, <laughs> you are gonna pay somebody to do it. So just doing some research. If you were to do it yourself, it's about sixty to ninety dollars to get the um the stuff that you need. But um with getting a doula or getting someone who specializes in cap in encapsulating them, it's about a hundred and something dollars to almost five hundred dollars. Mm. And if you don't, let me just put this out there too. If you do not, this is your first time listening to the podcast and you don't know what a doula is, go back and listen to our labor and delivery, the first episode. Uh, The first, the we have labor and delivery one and labor and delivery part two. Go ahead and listen to part one Mm -hmm. and Shantae explains as to what a doula is. Um, I know she keeps saying doula. Mm -hmm. Um, So like I said, if you're unfamiliar as to what a doula is, go back and listen to labor and delivery episode. All right, sorry, just had to throw that out there because you know people be no, like, no, it's okay. About but what's a doula? <laughs> what's a doula, right? You're right. But um, we, but um, I think the lady was charging me about two hundred dollars to do it, and it was about a hundred and something pills that could be made mm-hmm. from it. Yeah, they say it makes 100, mm-hmm. 100 to 200 pills. You know what, though? I would, like, mm-hmm. and as Shantae said, I would definitely do my research um, because as many cons as you, I mean, as many pros as we are giving you, there's also cons to, you know, to, to mm-hmm. everything. There's also a downside. And so um, just do your research. Understand your body and how your body will react to certain mm-hmm. things. 
um, and make sure that this is uh, something for you because I do have to give you guys the other side of it. Pretty much um, the other side is it can have a uh, a reverse, reverse exactly effect. a reverse effect to everything that we just said. So. Um, you know, some of the benefits that I, I said is that uh, it helps with postpartum, uh, it helps prevent postpartum depression, it can reduce your postpartum bleeding, improve your mood uh, and energy, and up your milk supply, um, help with iron and all that. So just do your research because all of those things can be reversed too. It could be a negative effect mm. and it could put you in postpartum. I don't. I did. I know somebody who it did have a negative effect on them. Um, I won't say who it was, but I had a conversation with her. Um, her son is about, I want to say almost a year older than Amir. He's six months to a year mm-hmm. older than Amir. And um, Amir's two, if you guys don't know, that's my oldest son. And um, we were talking about it because we were talking about a doula and stuff like that. And she was telling me that when she had him, um, she loved him, but she just couldn't believe that mm-hmm. was her baby. And she just couldn't, like, get up to do things for him and stuff like that. Eventually, it kind of went past, but she still has about a postpartum depression. And I was like, really? And she said, and girl, I did that. And I capitalized my um, placenta, and I was taking them. And I said, well, do you think that that's what it is? And she Mm. said, I do. Um, She even, she was even, at that time, she was telling me that she was on um postpartum mm. medication to help her um to help her you know readjust and get back to who she was before and at that time um yeah her son was almost three years old and see that's another thing though too and this is why i cannot stress to you mommies enough just do your research know your body know how your body is going to yes. react to certain things because like she said i was i went through postpartum depression too um, with my oldest mm-hmm. my postpartum depression only lasts six weeks and I was very adamant though about not letting them uh not I'm not even gonna say let them because nobody can make you do anything mm-hmm. I was very adamant about not taking any medicine though um I talked to my doctor mm-hmm. I told her I felt like I was experiencing postpartum um and she asked me do I feel like I need any medicine I said no because mm-hmm. I feel like what medicine does, especially when you are um, going through postpartum, because postpartum is a depression. And when you are going through depression, mm-hmm. there's a chemical imbalance, right? And this is why you're going through depression. And so with adding any kind of medication, though it's supposed to help you, I just think that it's going to hinder versus help in the long run, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you see all these different um negative side effects that come with medicine especially um depression yeah those antidepressants um antidepressants or even like mental mm-hmm. illness medicines I've, I've talked to some people with hearts and things um but with that with postpartum it's something that you can mm-hmm. work through and I feel like you don't want to get on something that's going to, you're just going to have to depend yeah. on all and I think that postpartum, and I'm not even going to say I think I know because I experienced it. It's one thing that you have to take one day at a time. And for some women, it's longer than others. Like I said, mine only lasted six weeks. Um, one of the reasons that I came out of the postpartum depression is I got back to my normal routine of life. 
Um, and then getting outside helped a lot. And I prayed so hard, um, you know, for God to help me to come out of my postpartum depression because I am a religious woman, you know, and that's what and my faith helped me uh, through that. And even if you don't, if you're not a religious person, don't. I'm not saying that you have to pray your way through it, but just find what's work, what works for you. And I would highly recommend doing some research prior to taking any kind of medication. You know, find some natural remedies or anything like that. Because I personally just do not believe that uh, a medic medication help um, as much as they do hinder. Right. Honey, I done heard folks can't go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, they're highly constipated. There's always some side effects. Um, always some side effects. Um, so you have to be very, very careful uh, with doing that. Um, so just look it up, you know, look up, look, look it up and just come up with your own conclusion. Now, I personally did not, to be honest, uh, I never even thought about with neither one of my children. I never even thought about ingesting my placenta at all. It never crossed my mind. Never <laughs> thought about it. Like, it never crossed my mm -hmm. mind. But now, after learning, um, you know, throughout the duration of motherhood, learning, um, you know, how beneficial it could be, it is something that I would think about like seriously put some thought into if I was to ever get pregnant again I would seriously put some thought into mm -hmm. that um, because one thing about me is I am a bleeder so after I had my children I bled for weeks and if that would help mm -hmm. alleviate that that's enough to think about <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I think I bled for the whole almost five weeks with both of my children after I had them and so I would definitely want to alleviate that um, because that's just, ugh, ugh. I don't even like having my cycle every month, let alone bleed from having children. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if yeah. I was to do it, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't put it in my, I wouldn't eat it though. You know, it would have to be in pill form. Um, because I think that's the safe, like that's the most tolerable way for me to take it. What you think you'd do if you had, like, if you had to? Oh, well, you already were saying you was gonna go with the. Um... Yeah, I would do. Yeah. You say you would do the pills. Chante, did I lose yeah, you? Yeah, can you hear me? Sorry, guys. Little technical no. difficulties. <laughs> um, you said you would do the pills. I would. I would. Yeah. We don't plan on having no more, yeah. but I would. And I think I didn't because you know, like you were saying, you should know your body, um, or get to know your body. And I just felt like it was something that I wasn't going to need. That's what I was going to ask you. So even with doing the research like you did with your first pregnancy, why did you not do it? I thought about it. We kept it in the refrigerator for a little minute. Um, I won't say too long, maybe about a week to really consider it. Um, I didn't I didn't have about a depression. Um, the only one I would have considered is to increase my milk supply. 
but yes. to me to increase my milk supply and then for it to have a reverse effect on me and then I start feeling postpartum, it wasn't hey. it wasn't enough for me. Yeah, it was too much, too much of a risk. I don't have I don't have that time to be around here. You know, I live my life as in <laughs> I like to be in some light. I don't like to feel dark. So I just yeah. <laughs> I just chose not to. So and then if if another if we have another child. Um, I probably won't do it, but I will be taking my placenta home again and ex- disposing of it the way I want to. What they gonna do with the placenta? Girl, do you want me to get into our conspiracy theories on here today? Okay. No, ma'am. I'm just saying, though, you know, everybody is it's a such thing as the, is the black market and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, maybe I here want these black folks' organs. So, you just gotta... <laughs> and a placenta is a part of that girl yo imagine somebody coming up to you like yo I got a placenta they're not coming to us honey because we don't have the billions and the millions that they need they wouldn't come to us honey it's a black market but just imagine mm-hmm. though if you walk what? out of the grocery store and somebody Damn. said I got a placenta for sale no man you was a man no man <laughs> What would the look on the face be? Like, you'd be like, what? Honey, I'd be like, so what do you think a placenta is? Do we think the same I thing? I wish is? y'all could see her face. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just, be, I would think like, so what is a placenta to you? Because I know you're not walking around here in this 80 degree weather with a placenta and it's supposed to be in the refrigerator. Or is it a woman still attached to the placenta and a child still attached to the placenta? I have she so got the placenta in a cooler no, in her truck. No, because who did it? Is it why? What am I going to know? You're a mess. Go on somewhere, Randy. She got the placenta in the trunk in a cooler. Oh, oh my goodness. Sorry. We playing, y'all. We jokes. We jokes. We jokes. We jokes. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. If anybody wants to be y'all with a placenta. I would call the police. Call the police. You need to stop. Go somewhere, girl. What do you say to the police? Girl, selling selling organs is illegal. <laughs> That's why they do it on the black market. Oh. oh my goodness, I am crying. Y'all know I love a good <laughs> laugh. If y'all know me, y'all grew up with me, y'all been around me, y'all know I'm a laugh. That's funny. That's silly. Well, mommies, look. <laughs> Well, mommy's what? <laughs> well, mommy's let's face it. We are all a mess. mess. Today is special. Somehow, <laughs> somehow, some way, but we make it look amazing. amazing. Uh, mommies, this has been a great episode. I thoroughly enjoyed my time with you guys. Thank you for listening. Mommies, keep pushing keep striving do not give up i promise you mommies if you just keep doing your best it will be enough trust me you got this you got this uh 
So remember, mommies, do something amazing for yourself this weekend because why? You deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> we'll talk to you, mommies. Bye. Soon. See you later. <laughs>